Coming up, we are eating at Mythos on this week's episode of the Divs Unplugged Universal Edition. Welcome to this week's episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams, and right now holding a camera for me is my co-host, Rhino. Hello. And as I said, today we are eating at Mythos inside of Universal's Islands of Adventure, a place that we have been uh, really, I don't want to say avoiding, but we have not been anxious to come here because we've always felt in the past that it was overrated and just could never really get the motivation to actually want to come and eat here, but we're finally here. There was enough requests, we said, we pretty much have to do it. So, remember, we're doing this for you, whether it's good or bad. And we're gonna get to that in just a second, but before we do, I wanna remind you, this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you wanna support us, please consider booking a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. It costs you no extra money, and you get the support of an awesome Dreams Unlimited Travel agent. So head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today for a free, no obligation quote. Now, Mythos is a Mediterranean-inspired restaurant, and I, I mean, I don't know what else to say about the menu besides that. We'll talk more about it once we're inside and sitting down, but maybe it's just that I don't always I don't want to say I don't like those flavors because I eat at plenty of Mediterranean places, Turkish places, and I usually really enjoy them. Even over at the Morocco Pavilion at Epcot, I usually love Spice Road Table and I love Marrakesh. So it just something has always been a little off when it actually comes to specifically Mythos. And I'm okay though, going in with a blank slate, willing to give it a fresh start and a, a new try. And, you know, inside the restaurant, I remember it always being very pretty, uh, definitely, definitely beautiful on the inside. Looks like they have the outside seating open today too, so maybe we'll be able to sit in there. But I know we have a reservation. Reservations are recommended. You can do walk up for them, but uh, you go through next table, I believe, in order to do the reservations through your phone online, and you can select any time. Like today, I booked these like three hours in advance, and I could literally get any time during the day after like an hour. You know, it was like I went to book this at 11, and times were available anytime after like 12:30. So, might be a slower day here, and that's why. But yeah, it is something that you know you might you might want to look into reservations instead of just walking up. But speaking of that, we're going to be late for ours, so we better go into Mythos. We are seated at our table inside Mythos and it is extremely loud in here. It's a very high ceiling and it echoes a lot, but then to top it off, we are sitting right next to a water feature that is basically a fish that is just spitting out water non-stop. So if you can't hear me, I do apologize for that, but honestly, this is the real world experience of what it's like if you are sitting down and having a meal at Mythos. 
which, you know, that's something to consider in a review too. Not just the food, the actual atmosphere itself. It is beautiful inside. I always forget how pretty it is, but my God, it is absolutely loud. But we went ahead and ordered an appetizer to share because why not? We need to get a, a bigger breadth of the menu than just a couple of entrees. So ultimately, while there was a lot of good looking stuff on here, like lemon hummus, grilled octopus, uh, calamari, grilled lamb meatballs, and uh, yeah, that's that's kind of it. One sushi roll on there. We went though with the spanakopita dip. It's $11, it's a savory blend of spinach, feta, lemon and fresh herbs served hot with fresh pita chips seasoned with za'atar spice. I'm sure I'm pronouncing that incorrectly, so I will look that up after I'm done reading this description. Uh, but it is served with that spice, fresh cucumber, tomato, and olives. And if I know one thing about Rhino, he enjoys a good olive. But honestly, it's just, it's a little garnish of olives. He can stay away from that. But, you know, it's very green, a good amount of feta, this pita chip feels nice and crisp. I'm excited. I'm usually a huge fan of Spanakopita, but I don't get it a lot. It's a little too flaky for me sometimes. I know that's really weird. It's a texture thing, but I love the taste of it. And this is really, really good. You know, I am getting so much spinach in there because that's basically all it is, but the feta cheese just balances out perfectly, adds a little bit of saltiness to it. The lemon is coming through, packing a nice little citrus punch to it. And the pita chips, I like that they're crispy, but they're also still slightly soft. Like this is fresh made pita. It's a really nice appetizer. And Rhino, I think, I think you're gonna like it too. I'm gonna take a bite of the pita by itself first here, just for posterity. I concur with you on the pita. Still soft, but I like that it's crunchy. It's like what I would do to pita at home. And this dip bowl that I just grabbed with my bare hand is actually still warm too, which is nice. I was worried it was gonna be cold by now. It's a little lighter on the flavor than I expected it to be. I thought it was gonna be like intense with like lemon or um, the spinach and stuff, but I feel like it does all blend together well. I'm just gonna take another bite really quick. I think if you're the type of person who likes a spinach and artichoke dip to start with, this would be the appetizer for you. Because it's like that, but a lot, a little lighter than that. And also it comes with a pretty decent sized amount of pita chips, which I do appreciate. So, I'm not unhappy. I mean, with the food, in life I am, but that's, that's another story. Oop, I spit right into the food, now it's mine. Our entrees are here, but before I get to what I actually ordered, I do want to mention one more thing about the Spanakopita dip, and that is that I was sure we were going to not have, you know, we weren't going to have enough dip for the amount of pita that we got, but we ended up having actually a little bit of the dip left in the bowl and ran out of the pita, so I feel like it was a really nice balanced portion between your dippers and what's actually being dipped. That was the hardest, most complicated way of actually saying that. But let's move on to those entrees, like I said. My choice, it was very difficult because there was a bunch of things that I saw in here that sounded delicious. Uh, the, it, you know, beef medallions, that seemed kind of boring. Uh, it, 
where was the other thing at? The, the bone-in pork chop, I know that sounds boring too, but it had a blue cheese cranberry crust that I'm like, that could be good. Pad Thai, never bad. The signature lamb burger, but I've had that here before, can't get it again. Balsamic grilled chicken sandwich, just so much sounded good, but ultimately I went with the Raz El Hanu spiced lamb loin. It is $34. And it is spiced slow roasted lamb loin, roasted vegetable ratatouille, fingerling potatoes, and herbed chimichurri. And the presentation of the dish is just magnificent. I'm counting one, two, three, four, five big lamb medallions, all cooked medium. Now, decent portion of the potatoes. I see so much of the ratatouille down below the lamb, and it looks like a nice hearty portion. I know. $34 is very expensive, especially like in this case for a lunch, but you know what? Lamb felt authentic to Mythos with the Mediterranean flavors, so I had to go for it. Let's start with this lamb. The lamb is cooked perfectly. It is just slightly seasoned with salt. And it, I feel like I'm tasting mint in it too. I don't remember anything around with mint. I'm not sure. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's something else on the plate that it's kind of dipping into, or it's just a, a different spice that's completely throwing me off there. But that's good lamb. That's that's really good lamb. I'm going to devour all of it, but I, I need to spend a little bit more time on it. I'm just gonna quickly get a piece of potato to have here. Potatoes are potatoes honestly they slightly salted they're sitting in that bath of olive oil so it's really taking a lot of those flavors they are roasted perfectly so there's a little crisp on it but then very soft and tender on the inside and now for the ratatouille wow the ratatouille is my absolute favorite part of this entire dish it is just bursting with flavor from the eggplant, the tomatoes that are roasted with big hunks of whole garlic like this. Oh. So my breath is going to stink. Oh. I would honestly eat a whole bowl of just the ratatouille after having that first bite. But I need a lot more time to sit down with my dish and actually figure it out because it is perplexing with some of the flavors I'm, I'm getting in the lamb. Plus Rhino has his food here too. He probably wants to eat it. So let's let Rhino start to eat. I went with the Slovaki couscous bowl, um, which is a tar, spiced couscous, fresh cucumbers, marinated artichoke, kalamata olives, which I left off because I don't like olives, um, spiced chickpea, feta cheese, tzatziki, and tahini dressing. And then um, you have the option of tofu, chicken, kebab, or Moroccan beef kebabs. Um, I went with the chicken this time. I was gonna do tofu, but something told me try the chicken. Um, there's also, this is can be the vegan dish as well if you request it without the feta and the tzatziki dressing. Um, so this is, it doesn't have, uh, it is $24, I'm sorry, $24 for the chicken version. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and just try the chicken first. So the chicken looks pretty good. It has some tasty seasoning on it, um, but it does still have that sort of like, I feel like when you, whenever I've ordered kebabs, I feel like the chicken sometimes comes off a little dry. Um, but it's not bad. It's just not amazing. But uh, all the food is all separated on my plate, which is 
which is, I like that, because then you can mix it up, or you can keep it all separate, or whatever you want. So I'm just gonna go through and try little bits at a time. The artichokes are very good. I, I was worried they were gonna have that, like, you know when you get them in a jar, and they have that really, like, kind of sour taste to them? Not, it's a little light on that, which is nice. I'm gonna try the couscous. The couscous has a little bit of a spaghetti taste to it. Does that make sense? Like spaghetti with red sauce? Does that kind of make sense? It's got like the slightest, slightest, like little bit of a spice in it, but it gives me like major tomato sauce and like spaghetti vibes with it. Yeah. I'm gonna try it, I'm gonna try a little bit with it. everything all sort of mixed together. How about that? How about that? Everything but the chicken. Sauce, we'll get some tomatoes, we're gonna get cucumbers, everything's up on here. That's definitely the way to do it. You gotta do it, otherwise I feel like the couscous definitely is giving me that spaghetti vibe. And, and if you know, if you've watched this show for a while, you know how I feel about spaghetti. Just like basic red sauce spaghetti, but. Um, I'm gonna need some time with this one, I think. So, let me eat, then I'll let you know. Let me get into it. For dessert, we went with the chocolate banana gooey cake, which is $7, and uh, I just kind of skimmed over the desserts really quick. It was Craig that pointed it out to me, and thank goodness he did, because this description reads, warm, flourless chocolate cake drizzled with caramel sauce topped with peanut butter ice cream. I would have gotten it. Peanut butter ice cream had me sold. Uh, and then there's candied bananas on here, too. Uh, or two little banana ears that make it look like donkey, as Craig pointed out. So I'm going to just try and go right down here and get a little bit of everything. Ooh, that cake. I just collapsed the cake. Oh, no. This cake is essentially pudding in the middle. Um, I understand why it collapsed. Um, it's got like a, almost like a, you know when you like do the um, the sugar rim on a beer and you sometimes get the taste of that? Like it's got that kind of almost texture to it, which I like and I am, I really enjoy the, uh... man, I just want another scoop of the peanut butter ice cream. I should just ask for that on the side. It's good though. I'm gonna eat my little donkey here. pretty good. I will say the cake is definitely on the darker chocolate side of things. It's a little bit bitter in the middle, so be careful of that if you're not somebody, if you're somebody like me who prefers the milk to white chocolate. This one jumped out for me immediately, not because of the peanut butter ice cream. I know I could sell Rhino on it because of the ice cream, but for me, it's just warm, flourless chocolate cake. I don't love chocolate. I've made that very clear over the years, but I do love flourless chocolate cake. It's just usually so much more dense, and I don't know, something about it, like I like when it tastes like fudge or pudding in that way. So this got to me, and now it's getting into me. <laughs> it's definitely not as dense as I would typically like in a flourless cake, but it is still really, really good. Uh, the fact that it's warm, it is just melting in your mouth. And I think a lot of the warmth is coming too from the, the warm caramel, which just adds that nice extra flavor to it. But now I need to get one with the peanut butter. Oh, no, it's dripping. Once you add in that peanut butter ice cream, absolutely forget about it. This thing is just perfect. It is 
it is like I mean I don't want to go for straight away to like a Reese's cup but yeah it is kind of like a it's giving you all those Reese's flavors and we were told that they ran out of fresh bananas so it didn't have the garnish of like six fresh bananas around it I honestly don't think you would even need it they could just serve it like this the bananas are gonna get lost in between the chocolate the peanut butter anyways and the banana crisps are here so you're technically not completely gone from the banana flavor Oh, I love that. I'm really digging this dessert. Rhino, what'd you think? Okay, so if I were to rank the things I had, I would say I think the dessert was my favorite. For $7, I mean, that cake was good. I am also not a chocolate person, but it was like, I was digging the like consistency of it and with the peanut butter ice cream that was off the chain, I was very happy with that. I thought that was great, um, a great shareable option, I think, for two people. For only seven bucks, I feel like it was definitely worth it. Um, and then the dip was surprisingly good. I know Craig said it in the video already, but the, the I like a dip that comes with the appropriate amount of dipping things. I hate when there's like a bunch of sauce and not enough to dip it with, or like way too much dipping stuff with only a little bit of sauce. So it was like a good proportion, and I thought the flavors were pretty, pretty solid. Um, and then my meal was, it was okay. It wasn't, I wouldn't order it again. Um, I think if you're coming and you're looking for like a vegan option, I think it's it'll be good for like that sort of a thing. But um, Craig pointed it out after he took a bite is that um, the couscous I had was definitely a little overcooked, so it was getting that kind of paste flavor to it. So, um, but once I mixed it all together, I thought it was a little better. But I don't know. There was other things I could try something different another time. I think I think I enjoyed the meal enough that I would definitely be more inclined to come back than I have been in the past. I feel like the last time I was here, I think, was when we reviewed it on the show, and that has to be like seven years ago at this point, six or seven years ago. So um, I would definitely be more open to returning uh, in less time than that if somebody was like, hey, let's go over here to Mythos. So, um, I mean, it's not cheap is the only thing either, too. But if you're looking for like a decent sit-down meal, it's, it's pretty good. I mean, I, I feel like it was okay. I have eaten at Mythos a couple of times over the years, and this is the first time I can say I truly enjoyed it, and I would absolutely recommend it and come back to it. And I am shocked that I'm standing here saying that, but maybe we just chose the right things on the right day with the right people in the kitchen, but... And the server, too. Everything worked. Yeah, the, our server, Mark, was just really fantastic. Very, very patient, and just like he made sure that we were taking care of every step of the meal so I really have no complaints when it comes to that but I for me overall my entree was the best thing that I had and I know it was steep in price as Rhino said at $34 that was the type of dish I would definitely recommend if you were coming for dinner you know it, it's something that like if that or something similar was on the menu at Big Fire. That's where that's where I'd want to have it. It did feel a little awkward eating it for lunch, but it's what I wanted. So of course I, I'm gonna get it. But it definitely was elevated, and even even Rhino's uh, dish was elevated to an extent. Yeah. And yeah, you can just go for like the burger and the sandwiches that they have on the menu, and that'll keep you more in like the lunch range if that's when you're having, uh, if that's the meal that you're having here. But uh, you know what? Just get get whatever you want. Get the entree. Get the sandwich. 
you, whatever is speaking to you is what's going to work best in the long run. And, you know, I, I was confused about some of the flavors in the lamb, as I said at the table, and I did look up the seasoning because that was what was really throwing me. And now I have to pull it back up on my phone here because I, I want to make sure I get it all right. So uh, the seasoning that was on the lamb was the Raz Al Hanout. And this is kind of a Moroccan mixture of seasonings that includes cardamom, cumin, clove, cinnamon, nutmeg, mace, allspice, dried ginger, chili peppers, coriander seed, peppercorn, sweetened hot paprika, fenugreek, and dried turmeric. And I know the cardamom definitely was probably throwing off that flavor that I was kind of getting of the little mintiness to it. Uh, but that only lasted for like one bite and then it came away and noticed a lot of citrus flavors in there. Definitely got the cinnamon in too. It was just so flavorful. And again, that ratatouille freaking killed. That was so good. And then from there, I would say the cake. Rhino said it so perfectly. It was, it was an awesome dessert. And really, if my, my entree wouldn't have been as good as it was, I probably would be putting the chocolate gooey cake up there uh, as, as my favorite thing. And then once I read like gooey cake, I was like, well, that makes sense why it's, it is a bit more like undercooked and melty on the inside. It was very close to lava cake consistency in that way without, you know, being just like complete, complete melted on the inside. And the Spanakopita dip, I completely forgot at this point that we even had it until Rhino brought it back up. It was, it was that long ago in the meal and there were so many good things that happened afterwards, but I, I still stand what I stand on the same pedestal I did when I first talked about that. I liked it. I thought it was a good starter, especially for us to spit. Split, not spit. What? He didn't spit saying? on me. I don't know. I'm like, the sun is burning me alive here. So I'm like trying to get out all of my thoughts before I completely melt. The drinks looked interesting even though yeah. we didn't have any. That's, that is a good point. A uh, bunch of cocktails on the menu that really caught our eye but ultimately you know with work we typically do not review alcohol so we kind of stayed away from it but there was there was enough on the menu that I'd probably come back uh, with you know with friends or family at some point in time and try some of those but I don't have the list in front of me here so I can't really talk about them let's talk about price though Rhino mentioned it was it was on the pricier side uh, it was seven dollars for the flourless cake 11 for the spinach dip uh, 34 for my lamb and 24 for the chicken couscous that brought us to uh, after our discount it was $68.80 so yeah I mean with the discount annual pass discount you technically you get it to a decent a decent price and then add your tip onto it too but without the discount you know it is it's a, it's a little on the pricier side closer to $80 right there and uh you know, we also ordered again from the entree section, yeah. so we got the expensive things. You could do it cheaper, but in terms of the sit-down restaurants inside Islands of Adventure, you literally have Mythos, and then you have... I can't remember. Why did I just... Backwater name? Mar... Con we Confisco's. Were, Confisco's, thank you. Confisco Grill. We literally, the last time we did a table service dining review here, yeah. it's where we ate. How do I not know that off the top of my head? Uh, you only have the two, and then over at USF, you only have Finnegan's and then you have Lombard's. So it's like inside table service restaurants, you don't have a lot to choose from. So like, especially over here with the two you have here, it's expensive, but 
I finally say I recommend it. After years of saying I don't recommend it, I, I do definitely recommend it. But if you're looking for something a little cheaper, looking for different options, City Walk's right outside the gates. Or you have plenty of quick service around here to choose from. But I think that's going to do it for this review and this episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen and watch this. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, please hit the thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, leave comments, questions, video suggestions in the comment section. If you're listening to this, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if it's through a place you can leave a rating and review, please do that. And if you want to support us more, book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Get a free no obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. But that's it for Rhino and I here at Universal. Uh, Rhino, thanks so much for being here. Yeah. And again, thank you everyone at home for listening and watching. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you again soon with another episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. But until then, remember, we still haven't changed the name.